Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Friday, January 13th in the year 2023. It's another crazy day in the headline news. All now focuses eyes on the Biden scandal, which is just another clown show, but one to entertain you. Hopefully you have had yourself comfortably settled into your sofa with popcorn and chocolate-dipped potato chips. That would be excellent. And in so doing, you can enjoy the true gamut and wonders of the investigation that seems to never end, moving itself from first Durham now to the Biden attack, which is just this unyielding and unceasing, never-ending spew of taxpayer money to uncover the truth, which of course, if you're a Q follower, you're going to say this is all for the normies. There seems to be a lot of normies. That's all I can say. Patriots, one thing to definitely keep in mind, however, is that the situation we're in is very real in terms of the threat to our nation and the threat to our daily. They are talking more and more now about putting vaccines in food. That was something Bill Gates has established that he's interested in doing and getting very serious about it. Make sure your food supplies are stocked up and you're ready for shortages or having to break away from the system. Patriots, you can hide your head in the sand or you can face the future head on. Those are your two options. If you want to remain free and self-reliant, despite whatever happens in the world, you need to get yourself enough emergency food so you can survive the coming chaos in our society. You can fully expect food shortages if everything breaks down. And if you don't already have enough food on hand, you will regret it. So do yourself a favor and go to preparewithbards.com and save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company, and they're knocking $200 off the regular price of their three-month kit to help make it affordable for families who are feeling the pain of inflation right now. At this price, get one kit per person for your family. These kits are in stock, and they ship fast and free. Save $200 per kit when you go to preparewithbards.com preparewithbards.com. Patriots, I've said it so many times, food security is the foundation of personal sovereignty. So head on over to preparewithbards.com and take advantage of this amazing offer. Do it today. Oh yeah, that's it. Preparewithbards.com. Great place to be. Patriots, if you didn't hear on Wednesday, I'm sorry, next Thursday, which is the 19th, the U.S. will hit the debt ceiling. Now this is Typically, these events just kind of blow by and we don't make a big deal out of them. And that may be the case with this as well. But do be aware of this. We're into a Congress now that's giving you the facade that it's going to fight for the people. So they're going to probably resist raising the debt ceiling, which could trigger some collapse or big additional shifts of the dollar. For my personal opinion, what you're looking at here is the Kabuki Theater to cover the natural collapse of the dollar, which is continuing to slide. CPI, consumer price index, is supposed to be lower now than it was before at 8.3%. Though the truth is your real consumer expendables or your sort of household necessities, I should say, your basics of milk, cheese, butter, meat, bread, flour, staples, and um, gas and electrical bills, they are running upwards of 50 to 75% increase. So that means that our real consumer price index for the household, which we'll call the household inflation rate, 
is 50 to 75%. What you're witnessing here is the slow and steady collapse of the dollar in plain sight, hidden by all this other noise and confusion. And so the latest stunt show that they're putting up here so that you won't track the collapse of the dollar is the pursuit of the Biden classified documents, which just miraculously seem to appear on the scene at just the perfect timing. And this is also looking like it was set up by the Democrats so that they can kick Biden out of office or ask him to resign or use the 25th Amendment prior to Congress initiating an investigation. So we'll see how this plays out, but you're definitely watching Political Circus at its finest. Don't be too deceived or wrapped around the axle on so many things. One thing I have said all along, and I stand by it, is that those that don't have a hard rock in faith will find it be very difficult in these times for what they have to face. So we are in a place right now where I'm we're already seeing that fracture happen. Um, Julian Drum is a, has been a big voice in the Q movement. And I'm just going to read something to you here because I think it's indicative. I've followed Julian enough to know that um, his relationship with Jesus wouldn't be what I would consider top tier. I'm not accusing him of not following Jesus, but he's pretty rough. And so I just want to read this to you. He says, I can't, I can't quite explain it, but I've never been more angst, angsty, he says, in my life. Yeah, the start of the new year always sucks, but 2023 seems worse than anything I can recall. Like every atom of positive energy has been sucked out of the ether. It's a dark, dark ass winter and I can't turn my flight or fight syndrome off. I'm not I'm not dooming so much as I'm hoping others can relate and help me feel less crazy. I can offer Jillian some great suggestions. Accept Jesus, start praying, and get a close and intimate relationship with God. Because as you do, you will find it, it is an amazing relief valve and stability to carry you through. So we're going to see a lot of this, and especially for those that have wanted to try to follow the book of Q rather than the holy book of Jesus. So let's just kind of leave it at that. All right, patriots, let's pray. It's 11 minutes after the hour. Father, we're blessed as we come here today, just reflecting very profoundly on the times that we are in and the opportunity that you've given us to walk so closely with you. And we thank you for that. And we're going to start our prayer on tonight and for the many out here that are still seeking or thinking that they can walk without you. And there's some good people, and in no way are we condemning them. There's some really good people. Many of them have never had a good introduction to the love in Christ or the intimacy with you, Father. And these are good people that have had their heart in the right place, but unfortunately, they're missing a critical component to endure this storm. And so we do pray for them. We pray for their hearts to open. We pray for an encounter that they can have that will transform them. We pray for an opportunity for those that are walking with Christ to have a very heartfelt conversation with these face-to-face, whoever they are. In this time, we've seen a lot of wonderful people and a lot of intense and very driven people towards that have dedicated their lives towards uncovering truth and pursuing a pathway forward of peace and yet truthful openness to overturn this craziness and to find ourselves in a place where we can restore this nation as was designed by our founding fathers. Unfortunately, as I've already stated, many of these people that we've seen don't walk closely with Christ, but put their emphasis instead on the facts rather than your knowledge and the strength in the Holy Spirit. 
So today, Father, our prayer is truly dedicated to the many like that. There are so many out there like that. They're not lost in the sense of knowledge or understanding of what's going on. They're lost in the sense of wisdom and knowledge that you provide and the love and intimacy that's right there. And it may not be that far from their reach. They just can't see it. So we just pray for these to find this opportune time, as there is so much stress for so many, to be able to reach a little bit farther, step a direction maybe they didn't anticipate, hear your voice in a way that they didn't realize, to step into a place where they can truly, truly embrace the glory and beauty of all that you offer and bring to this world. And we thank you for that. The opportunities that we have right now, Father, are profound. There's an opportunity for us to engage. There's an opportunity for us to pray. There's an opportunity for us to build bridges of unity. And so with that as well, we're praying for the deliverance of so many. This is a time when we need to see more deliverance ministries, and those are still on the fringe, so much so because our churches have become so neutered in its potential of what it could be. And we know that you're rebuilding the church through us, and what a profound moment that is. But in that process of rebuilding, may we start to see more deliverance and more intercession work. The opportunities now for people to truly be released from the bondages that they have stumbled into, the, the illicit or often unknown stealth contracts that they've entered into to allow demonic forces to hold them and bind them or influence them even worse. We pray for this strength as in the people that we know that's within each person. To be, as they seek that path to encounter the ability to be released from these controls and these influences that are around them. Hidden, the invisible enemy. But yes, in fact, this is a time when so many are being influenced by that invisible enemy. We're seeing an amazing rise at the same time, Father, of the true love in you. And it's fantastic. And It's time that we start to also realize that there's so many of us working in the same direction that we need to build bridges of unity and strength. This is a profound time to start to bring the body of Christ together. And and that in itself is something that speaks volumes to all of us whom you created. So humbly, we put ourselves before you. Humbly, we open our hearts to you. Humbly, we repent for the sins and transgressions we've made. And we do so with just such love and seeking you, Father. When you look at the landscape of where we were as a world just not that long ago, even just seven or eight years ago, when you look at where we were wandering as a world to such a degree, not truly seeking you, and this one country here, the United States, that should be the beacon should be the light and that lamp on the hill to draw others. The city that inspires others to seek you had fallen so far. And yet, here we are. A a nation now reviving. A nation now finding its foothold again on faith. And a world finding its foothold on the rock of faith. This evil is in full swing. The, The whole satanic Luciferian order has come out in full view of the world. There's no hesitation to what it's doing. It's continuing to launch itself forward. And it's going to take a great deal of effort for the people, your children, to step into the gap, to stand on that wall, and to reclaim this world. This Luciferianism has rotted deep 
into the culture. It has woven itself into our, everything from our dates, our calendars, our celebrational days of holidays. It's, it's changed. It's woven into everything from our money exchanges to our personal relationships and, and these technologies that we use. This is a redefining moment for humanity, and we know that. And it's going to take an unbelievable resolve and commitment and strength in you to move forward in such a profound way that we know that we can reinstall kingdom on this world. And I think this is something, Father, we equally pray for, is that people just need to embrace the fact that we're not that far unless we believe we're a far, long ways away. Meaning that you're offering something to us that all we have to do is step into this, embrace this, trust in this process. A blind faith? No. A faith, but no blind by sight. Because this is a, is a moment right now where what you're offering us is a truly profound shift in the world to redefine economies, to redefine our lives, to redefine everything, and to let go of the past, to let it heal, and to do so through our embracing the power and love of our Savior, Jesus. So, Father, on this day, thank you so much for all that you've provided and guided us, guided us through and continue to lead us through with your wisdom, your love, your blessing, your grace, and all the sacrifices that were made for us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. There is a really interesting perspective I want to share. And I think that I can say pretty handily, I think when I say this, Father God's going to be smiling. There was a moment, I think, if we were all honest with ourselves, we all felt it. That it looked like the fate of the world was going into darkness. It looked like Christianity and our faith and our love in Jesus was disappearing. But what, if you look at this, this is what we can honestly say is that that's not what happened. And what's most amazing is while we're looking for change to happen in a radical, revolutionary way, we also have to give credit to where the real change is happening. It's happening in our hearts. And I can assure you that God's smiling right now. Lucifer was boasting. He, was, he thought he had this one in the bag. And he's still rattling his saber and thumping his chest and threatening to do this or that. And the threat is real. The war is real. But what has happened is exactly as God knew what happened. We were given free will. Lucifer is dictating to the way that we will worship or not worship, meaning we'll either obey him or he will cast us out. I'll take the casting out because I will follow Father by my free will. And in so doing, what's happening is this whole plan of obedience, subjugation by force or death, which is the Luciferian camp, obey or die, is falling apart. And it, sometimes it may not look like it, but just look a little more closely. You'll see it. It's right before us. There's the panic. There's the, the open overtness of trying to get everybody to get on board. There's the many pieces that are moving. And within all of this, the one constant that they can't seem to rein in are the people. We have big choices to make as a public. Big choices to make as a humanity. And none of those choices are going to be easy because they're going to be based on where we are across the world. But here is what is real. As like Bard's nation, the body of Christ is everywhere. 
It's all over the world. And it's woven together. And the thing is, we don't need to be obedient to the ideologies of government that are not in alignment with our love in Christ. Because we have one king. And this time right now is a profound time for us to realize what that means. That strength that it gives us. The mightiness that it gives us. There's some real challenges ahead. There's no question about it. I'm going to play one for you right here. This is Gen Z. And they've been heavily affected by all of this. And these are things that we need to keep in mind of the importance of engaging people, reaching out and walking that life, living the walk, living the breath, living the word of Christ. Uh, There's a new poll that shows a staggeringly low percentage of adults in the Gen Z generation. Why? Public school. Who uh, express pride in being Americans. You know what the percentage is? 16% of Gen Z kids are proud of being Americans. 16. They teach all the negatives from American history without putting anything into context for them. They focus on our imperfections and our mistakes without any balance or, again, teaching how and why these things happened. Uh, Slavery? Democrats. It was Republicans and Christians who finally put an end to it in this country. It was Democrats. It was leftists who kept it going so long. Well, you know, this is one thing we have to be a little bit careful of, and I'll say it all the time. Actually, no, it wasn't just leftists. They were the loud children, the brats in the room. What it was as well is equally the corrupt Republicans. This is an elite fight that has framed a world of, of communist tyranny that they want us to be in. And it's actually a corporatocracy. And they've used their agents on both sides. What we're finding is that the true American patriot that's anchored not in politics, but in their powerful faith and love in Christ is rising. And in so doing, we're revealing that which was in darkness comes to light. It's happening. And it's not always easy to look into the darkness, but as we do, that's where our prayers can be targeted. That's where we can do so much to heal this land. There is a name that we can't forget, a name that's important never to forget, someone whose murder has been washed under the rug, and yet we know he's instrumental. Say his name, Seth Rich. Now that we've all seen significant evidence of lies, corruption, and deception, it's important to take a look back at a name, dare I say, even more important than George Floyd. A man for which there were no protests, no summer of love, not even a thorough investigation. A young DC staffer with his whole life ahead of him was murdered on July 10th, 2016, shot twice in the back hours after leaving a DC bar near his home, and to this day, his case remains unsolved. That man, Seth Rich. Interestingly, his murder was deemed a robbery, yet his attackers took nothing. He was found with his wallet, his phone, and his watch still on him. If you're an investigator, where do you begin your investigation? Well, it turns out management at the bar where Seth Rich was the night of his murder reported that police never interviewed them or their staff, never requested any evidence, receipts, or even surveillance footage from their cameras. Hmm. A private investigator, retired D.C. police detective Rod Wheeler, who was hired to look into the matter, reported that an inside source within the D.C. police department looked him straight in the eye and warned him, Rod, we were told to stand down on this case. Doesn't that seem odd for a murder investigation? 
Now, here is why you may not have heard more about this case. Wheeler also reported that a federal source confirmed to him that Seth Rich sent thousands of DNC emails to WikiLeaks, which ironically were released to the public only 12 days after the murder of Seth Rich, whose laptop that he kept in his apartment could not be found after his murder. These 20,000 emails dated from January 2015 to May 2016 from DNC staff, who is supposed to remain unbiased, showed clear bias against Bernie Sanders by undermining his campaign for that of Hillary Clinton. After the leak, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager said publicly that he believed the Russians were the source of the leak. Always the Russians, Russians, Russians. So much of that was always geared towards inspiring a fight, a nuclear war, a world war between two nations, which is still the tightrope we walk. So many are instrumental in trying to make that happen. Let us pray that they fail. Pages, that was a defender of the Republic, by the way. She goes by that defender of the Republic on Telegram. Highly recommend you follow her. She is fantastic. Does some great work. I believe her background, she was a marketing executive, if I'm not mistaken, and she's turned patriot. She's also been referenced a number of times by Entheos, which is another good account. So good person to follow. She does some stuff once in a while on YouTube as well. So highly recommend it. And she's also, I believe, on TikTok. All right, I'm going to leave you with this before we close. This is a pretty inspired, short sermon at the state of things. Take a listen. We are sacrificing our daughters and our sons to demons. Look at this generation. What in the world do you see? What do you see? It's demonic to its core. And we're feeding it with the broken bodies and the shed blood of our own children. And God's word says he hates this. It angers him. And what does the anger of God look like in the real world? Listen, church. Those that hate you will rule over you. In other words, we will be turned over to weak, inept, Wicked rulers. Look at Washington, D.C. Look at it. And you will be subject to oppressive laws by which you cannot abide. Page SN is so true. So I just ask that you keep your prayers up as we go forward for the awakening of the many to stand with the children, protect them at all costs. This war on us is also a war on the children God is giving us to steward and protect. With that, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace 
should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 